Welcome to this glorious mess, little kids, Mamma Mia's podcast for people who have kids that are under the age of five. <laughs> that are alive. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that are not adults. I'm Lee Campbell. I'm Mamma Mia's executive editor. I have one child. He's a little boy called Alexander. And he's cute. And my name is Tiki Natoli and I have three kids. I'm not going to go through all their names. It'll be like doing a roll call. <laughs> totally. Now, look, as you can hear, we're back. Well, actually, maybe you can't hear because our doonas were so um, sophisticated. Yes. But we're back in the real life studio in the Mamma Mia office I in I can Sydney. see her. I can smell her. Her and God, it's glorious. Do I smell good? Mm, girlfriend, <laughs> yes. Now, don't forget, before Little Kids came along, there was the original TGM, TGM Big Kids. It's hosted by Andrew Daddo and Holly Wainwright, and it drops in this same feed on Fridays. So make sure you listen to that. Now, today, before we get to our WTFs, we are talking budgets. Real sexy Lee, talk. Lee's in heaven. <laughs> I actually am. I love a budget. I was shocking with money before I met my husband. Yeah. Really bad. Uh, you know, starting out in media, you earn like 32 grand a year. I had like 20K credit card debt. Like I was just like YOLO. You were going backwards fast, girlfriend. Yeah. And like yep. not right up until I met him, but pri- just prior to that, I had really bad debt and I just thought, oh, that's grown up Lee's problem. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, now I'm in my 30s. I am kind of grown up. <laughs> and when I met my husband, he was really um, good with money. He Has was, he always been? He was raised. He's Greek. I, I always mention that he's Greek, but Greeks <laughs> are generally pretty good with money from what I understand. <laughs> His dad always invested well. Um, he was never frivolous. Like he would walk when he – and I'm like, why wouldn't you get a cab? And he's like, it's four blocks. I'm like, so. Um, yeah. But Rich has really taught me to be good with money. Yeah. I mean, I still like that handbag I got out there. I bought a few months ago and then I hid it in the wardrobe <laughs> out of guilt and I d- transferred the money out of our home loan account oh! to pay for it. <laughs> You're still doing a few sneakies and here then, and yeah, there. Yeah, one night I sat him down and I was like, I have to tell you something. And he thought I was leaving him and I was like, I bought a handbag <laughs> and it feels like a dead body in the in the wardrobe. And he was like, oh, thank God. But in my point is I'm pretty good with money yep. and he's really good with money. Yep. So we've got a household budget. We've got a spreadsheet. Um, and we, has he always had a budget? He's always had a budget kind of in his head. Yeah, And right. then actually it was when we had to apply for a loan. You basically have to do it anyway. You have yeah. to go through your Uber Eats receipts, oh, all God. your Ubers and stuff. So that's when we were like, right, now we know what our money what looks we're like. Yeah. And just recently I said to him, I want to get Stan. And he was like, that's fine, but you've got Netflix, you've got Apple Music, you've got all these subscriptions. Yep. You have to get rid of one to get yeah. there. And he's really mm, good like that. Like, like compromise. He'll... Mm. he'll you know, make it work if we want to pay for it, yes. but you can't just add all things. Yes. Um, so I'm excited to talk to our guest today, but I, I hear yeah. you don't I probably have need much the most advice. No. And you know what? For both my husband and I are business owners. So you think that we'd be the ones like really across it. Oh gosh, we're not. We're we're so not. Um Did you freak out finding out you're having twins? From obviously just being a married couple, were you like, didn't that spur no, you to I like think look the, at your money? I think the reason that I'm not a budgeter is because I'm not a spender. Mm. I'm not a tight ass, mm. but I don't, uh, you know, I don't need fancy things. I never have. Um, mm. My husband's the opposite. Like he loves a fancy thing. Like he he loves, a, you know, his lovely restaurants and, you know, it's usually social things. He loves, yeah, just bought a fireplace, but then realized that the fuel didn't smell like firewood. So now he wants to buy another fireplace. (laughs) So I'm actually the one that reigns in, in the relationship, but yeah, I'm not a spender. Like I've got my um, cotton on jeans and my best and less jumper on today. So he actually doesn't have to worry about, you know, budgeting for me. I'm more so worried about budgeting for him, but um. Mm. 
No, I, like he's not a big spender in terms of he buys unnecessarily all the time. Mm. But when he does buy, it's usually like I'll roll my eyes and I'll be like, you didn't need that. Mm. You, yeah. So it's interesting when you become a parent, though, because I have become that per- person. And like it's great with my mother's group. We'll text like nappies on sale at Coles. Yes. Like you do yep. really go, okay, well, there's stuff I need. It's yep. nappies, it's wipes, yep. it's formula. And, and you do look for the best price just because. I'd rather save a few dollars there and then go totally. out for a nice breakfast. And, re- and in regards to twins, you know, I don't buy the twins' expensive outfits. A lot of the big key items were, were gifts, you know, when they were first born or baby shower. So for me, it wasn't a huge concern because, yeah, I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a big spender anyway. And Banjo literally still sleeps in a pink sleep suit. So mm, he hasn't gotten down. anything in terms of – Alexander um, is like exclusively best and less essentially yeah. or Target or Kmart. If yeah. he's got anything from Country Road or Seed, it was it's a, a gift. gift. Yep, same with mine. <laughs> or on sale. Oh, yeah. I thought I'd be that mum because I was so excited to dress a baby. But now I'm like, absolutely not. He yep. wears mismatched socks because yes. he loses them so yeah. much. No, you're not I don't go new buy ones. new pairs. No. You wear mismatched socks. All right. Well, hopefully our guests can give me a few points on how to even start a budget. <laughs> or maybe I'll ask for Rich's template. Totally. We'll he give can you sit our down. He can be my financial manager. He would love that. <laughs> money, money. I need money. So speaking of our expert, let's get her on. Her name is Kenna Campbell. She's Channel 9's executive money expert. She's the founder of Sugar Mama TV and she's also the best-selling author of The Thousand Dollar Project and Mindful Money. She's super passionate about educating families about becoming financially independent and she's a mum herself so she gets it. Welcome to the show, Kenna Campbell. So for families like Tegan and I who both have small kids at home, or just small kids. <laughs> I hope they're at home. <laughs> I hope they're at home. I don't know where they'd be while we're here. Budgeting can be tricky. Then, of course, we've had COVID thrown in the mix, which can make money even more stressful. Where does a family even start with budgeting? Should every household have a budget? I know Tegan doesn't have a budget. Yeah. So especially if you don't have a budget, where on earth do you start? Budgeting is is like a playground for your kids. You know, they can play, they can do whatever they like in the playground because they're in a safe boundary. That's the way you've got to look at a budget. It mm. keeps you in check and it helps you sort of divide and conquer and it gives you a huge sense of clarity with your personal finances. So it, a huge amount of stress comes off your shoulders. The best place to start is piece of paper and a pen. <laughs> yes. Really easy. Everyone has one, um, no matter how tight your budget is. Yes. <laughs> And you literally just write down all your expenses. I have made it really easy for people because if you subscribe to my website, I send you an automatic email that says, hey, here you go. Here's your free budget template, which is an Excel spreadsheet, which makes it much faster yeah and also it like preempts things so you if I told you to write down a budget you'll forget like mm. conveniently and accidentally yeah. forget stuff which is what we all do including myself whereas this is like every expense under the sun and is what is that where the accidental spending happens when you forget we, you're like oh just the little ten dollars here or there the amount of times I have had people say to me look I, I we really don't have much of a cost of living like we you know we're really good and then I <laughs> they show me their budget on this like piece of paper and I'm like you've spent $700 so, on coffee this yeah. month well, not even <laughs> well that, they're missing things. they've forgot Netflix they've yeah, forgot you I'm know. like so do you go out on the weekends uh, would you buy your children school clothes do you yeah. buy a book and they're like oh yeah that's right I got that subscription oh yeah I had that birthday the other month like it, it's very innocent and it's also got to be reviewed on a regular basis because we're constantly signing up to new things or cancelling things. Mm. Um, I will never say to someone, you cannot do that. You cannot buy that. You cannot spend that. That's not my style. I'm like, 
do it mindfully. But have it in your budget so you know you can afford it. It's not yeah. going to jeopardize your other expenses. It's not going to create financial stress and pressure in your life because life's more meaningful than that. And I suppose a one-off spend still has a category that it fits into, right? So mm. I think that's that's probably my biggest mistake. I'm like, oh, I don't often buy, you know, an expensive piece of clothing. But when I do... It still has to fit into a category to, somewhere, right? It. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's got to like, okay, well, you know what? I can shave off a little bit here or, you know what? We'll go meat free for the next fortnight yes. because, you know, this blew out or we've got this additional unexpected expense. Yeah. Like my wealthiest clients have budgets. and I love hearing yeah. that. Is that That's why they're wealthy? Because they have budgets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not blowing out, right? <laughs> well, they, they have their spending in check and, and also, you know, they, they value, they know how hard they've worked for that money. Yeah. So they respect it and... They, they just need to keep an eye on it. You know, like I think a lot of our parents, they you know, especially ones who are in retirement, they yeah. they know they've only got a fixed they're amount coming in. Yeah. They're, they're just, and if you look at our grandparents or great-grandparents who went through, you know, you know, world wars and, mm. and how they had to be really resourceful mm. with their money. They're even more respectful of it. You'll be very pleased to know I have a budget. Oh, My no. husband loves a spreadsheet. So we have a spreadsheet. <laughs> so does Lee though. So I think that Lee loves that her husband yeah. loves a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> it turns each other on, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But we, um, when we were going from two incomes to one, we mm. sat down and looked at yes. our budget and we were like, eek. How are we going to do this? Yeah. Do you have tips for maybe if people do are in a couple mm. and are going down to one income yes. because of a child? Yes. What should they do? Okay. First of all is your attitude and headspace. Um, there's none of this like, well, I own the money, I dictate. Like, start, can I swear? Yes. <laughs> that. <laughs> you guys are a team. It's you've, your parents 50-50, you're a team 50-50. You, you're, you're a business or a company always. Like, so you've got to div- you know, divide and conquer but communicate the whole way through. So it's about saying, all right, between us, whether I'm working one day a week or not working at all and you're working five days a week, we pull in as a family because just because, say, you're at home raising children mm. doesn't mean you are – like any yeah. worthy of any less. It's work. It's, it's just not work. paid work from a company. Paid. Exactly. But also people is, uh, and can be very, um, I guess, ignorant or um, or naive. The cost of replacing you if you were at work, so you had oh, to get yeah. a nanny, yeah. ouch, that's expensive. Mm. Like, that's a good way to look at it. This is, no, yeah. this is what I'd I say to my... $300 a day. Mm. Yeah. This yeah. is And this is what, uh, you know, when my husband and I have a little blue, I'd be like, you want me to go to work? Well, actually, no, I'm the one that wants to go to work. He's <laughs> like, and I'm like, well, then if you want to pay a full-time daycare, then you'll know what it feels yeah. like, you know, so that is so true. And also with daycare, you know, whether they're sick, they, you still pay, you know, if it's a public holiday, you still pay. Mm. So, you know, people kind of forget, even like, you know, I've got girlfriends who do work and they even have someone that picks up the kids, you know, at 3.30, helps them until, say, Like a mother's helper time. Yeah, mm. and that's still incredibly expensive, yeah. you know, especially if you've got a couple of kids because it's not just a flat fee. It's, you know, they increase per yeah. child. Mm. So And it's cash as well. So, you know, one is you are a team. None mm. of this – there's no power play. Um, it's equal respect and responsibility. Um, you know, you, you say, okay, well, this is how much we're pulling in. These are expenses. These are the essentials. So obviously utilities, accommodation, clothing, food. 
Then you start going to the next things, which are, you know, the 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 optionals or the things that you can maybe adjust or tweak or be a bit more, I guess, mindful or a bit more control over adjusting those expenses. Mm. And then you decide, all right, as a family, what is important? Is it more important that we have really fresh produce, you know, that we, okay, we prioritise that the, the grocery bills are non-negotiable? Or perhaps it's ongoing education, like you know, your children having a tutor or um, or is it is it having a date night once a week mm. in there? And it's not about control. It's about like going, all right, what do we as a team, as a united front, value for our family's health health and happiness? Mm. Yeah. And that's how you go through the order. And you prioritise, I guess, what you spend mm. the money on. Exactly. Um, with the small children period, because mm. obviously this podcast is for people who've got kids under the age of five, is yeah. it okay if you're not saving, not getting in any more debt. Like, is that okay for that very expensive period? Because daycare, I think, I mean, obviously I'm only in this period now, but I think kids are most expensive when they're little Mm. unless they go to very expensive private schools. I think every day I'm like, I can't wait till my three-start primary school. I'm going to be making so much more money. And Mm. so during that, you know, those first years where it's really expensive daycare or whatever, is it okay to just not get in crazy debt or should you always be saving your whole life? I'm with you. I have a nine and a half month year old. <laughs> um, the way I explain money is it's like an ocean. It's always moving. Okay. And there are times when it's a crazy storm out there with massive waves as we're seeing out at the moment. Um, uh, and you've got to learn to ride the, the waves. And there are times where it's just, you know, like a lake, you know, it's mm. calm. And this is a thing you, you've got to learn to ride all the different types of waves. So absolutely. There are times in your life where you're like, we just have to sit on it, ride this flat wave because we're doing the best we can do and that's it. But it is important, no matter what phase you're going through, is to have some form of goal, whether the goal be just surviving and plateauing, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Or even just getting a little bit out of debt or a little bit in savings, just always doing your best. But it's not about being mean or punishing yourself yeah, at not all. Not you yeah. against your money. No. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it does feel like that it's sometimes. Totally. It's like a competition or a race. Who's winning, mm. you know? Yeah. Mm. So I want to know, are there any apps that are really useful or any that you recommend that can help a first-time budgeter or a, a, a someone like budgeter me? budgeter like me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are apps available. I actually do have a, one called the Sugar Budget. Um, it's not, unfortunately it's only for iPhones. An app is only as useful as you use it. Yes. Like if, if it's you buy it, you download it, you don't use it, it's worthless. Mm. Like so, yes, there's one called the Money Smart website, which is probably the um, is a really popular one. But the issue I have with it is the horse is already bolted, so you put in all your expenses after you spent. So mm. that's the issue I have. I'm like, it's well, not the horse side. Yeah. yeah, you need to go. Like the thing with budgeting is the easier and the simpler the better. So I don't have. My electricity bill is $173.98 per month. It's no, I'm like, no, it's $200 a month. Like I round everything up, you know, for a buffer and for inflation and so forth. So it, it, it doesn't... I don't think you really need a complicated app. Being a mum yourself, when mm. you became a mother, did you find any shortcuts um, for, because obviously it's expensive to outlay, especially yeah. for first child. Did you find any shortcuts for acquiring the things you needed for the sure. baby? Yes. I am a, I'm a massive fan. So I've got a, a six-year-old and a nine-and-a-half-month-year-old. I'm a massive fan of obviously the second-hand economy. Mm. Um you know, it is incredible the amount of stuff we're told to go and buy and don't actually end up using yeah. it. And we only use it for however many months. Yes. We t- Lee and I are 
pretty pro secondhand stuff as well. I just bought so a bunch of sleep sacks off Gumtree that yeah. like ergo pouches that are normally 90 bucks. Oh, and I, I know. And they've been used two yeah, or three exactly. times. Mm. But had yeah. you said to me pre being a mum, would I buy a secondhand sleep sack? I would have been, ew, gross. Yeah. But <laughs> that stuff's expensive. Yeah. Probably last question, and I know you can only speak to this generally, but recently the Australian government in the light of COVID let people access their super. Yeah. If you're a young family, you've got young kids and you're struggling, do you recommend that or should super touching a super really be a last resort? It is the absolute last, last, very last resort. My, I'm, I'm actually really horrified that the government allowed it and they allowed it with, with no strict criteria mm. as such because I've had people messaging me saying, hey, what do you think? I'm getting my super money out. I'm going to use it to pay off my credit card debt. And they're like people who mm. are actually working like, yeah. um, and not in trouble financially. So um, if you go and do this, you are crystallising a substantial loss on your superannuation money at one of the worst times possible when really you should just be letting it just sleep and recover with obviously over time with patience and time Mm. um but it it really is for people who are literally about to become homeless um are completely out of cash and no food and no option no back no backups Mm. then yes of course they're the people that need it and the thing is with all these redemptions on the funds it's create this flow-on effect that you know obviously with the employees supply and demand is there's a further um i guess fallout from this and it it's it's completely irresponsible okay in my so it doesn't feel just i mean i guess not knowing anything about money feels like free money from like yeah. oh when i'm 80 no, there's all this information about taking it out no one's saying hey just so you know if you do take it out yes. you could be $150,000 down in your super at age 65 when you want to go retire and it's mm-hmm. funny because people well it's not funny at all actually but people that don't really know how it works have been given no education on the matter and in in retrospect they think oh that's my money i earned that and yeah. it's just sitting there so mm. i want to access and it's it a but quick like fix. You said the long-term effects mm. of that is, you know, you're much better off letting it sit there. Exactly. Yeah. And look, this is it. It's not just, um, you know, certain demographics or anything like that. It's our educational system. Mm. Even it's not. We're not taught money. I mean, we're briefly taught with those dollar mine accounts thanks to Commonwealth Bank. <laughs> That's about it. Um, yeah. No offense to Commonwealth Bank. I'm still putting banks. one dollar, yeah. saving one dollar a week. <laughs> but we, other than that, like that's you're not taught in school. Okay, this is a credit card. This is how you res- responsibility uh, responsibility responsibly. This is what you know a buy now pay later scheme is, and this is how it can work for you, and this is how it cannot work for you. And so, 99% of us learn our money habits from our parents or from the adults that we grew up around. So it's not about like necessarily diving in the deep end and being complicated it's actually just about fun and having goals that mean something to you yeah. love it yeah. thank you Kenna that was fascinating yeah. it's been so wonderful having you on the show thank you for thank having you. me no problem what the what the what the what the parenting Oof. WTF. Wow. I'm turning into a rapper this episode <laughs> oh my god I really liked that um, would you like me to go first yes please is this a rant no, well, oh, I kind of love your rant. Into a rant. <laughs> yeah. My child is coming up to his first birthday Yay. very soon. He's going to be the big one, mm. and I'm not doing anything. Out of choice or out of COVID? <sighs> no, out of choice. I yeah. just this is my reasoning, but then I've been made to feel like I'm the devil. Oh, like we'll just do like a little family lunch yeah. or something. Like yeah. chuck a few sausages on the barbecue. I'll get yeah. him a cake. Yeah, he's one. He's a blob. So he I know. figure. In the years to come, like when he's three, four, five, he's going to be like, Mom, Mom, my birthday, Mom, what do we do? Mm. And, and so I just think if I don't do anything, he won't know this time, but he's yeah. probably going to know when he's two. And like, yeah. and, but then 
everyone's like, oh my God, it's your child's only first birthday. It's such a milestone. <laughs> but, oh, am I a really bad mum? No, because it can still be a milestone without a big hoo-ha. I just thought, like, he won't remember it. So if there's like real cute photos yeah. of him with a cake, I'll be like, yeah, you had a great party. You just were didn't remember it because you're No, mine. don't feel bad. I gave birth four days after the twins' first birthday. So they literally got a family barbecue oh, as well. Okay, good. And I even set out, because you know I love to bake. Mm. Um, not that I'm very good at no, it. No, she's an incredible cake baker, <laughs> by the way. But I, w- I made it out. I was starting this tradition. I'm like, although they're twins, I'm going to make them both their own cake. And I stuffed it up. So they literally had to share one cake anyway. So not only did my twins not get a birthday party, they only had one cake which they had to share. So don't feel bad. Okay. I think you're fine. Well, Holly is an act- actually a genius because I think she told her son, Billy, that you can't have parties in ISO or that ISO is still on so we can't have a party. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm all for it's that. It's like you're not allowed more than four people here so no birthday party for you. <laughs> yeah, it was last Friday so we'll pop that in the show oh, notes if you want to hear. Funny. It's quite clever. Well, speaking of birthdays, oh, yeah. my WTF is how old am I? <laughs> so I feel like I've gotten to the point where I've lost count of how old I am that I have to find out what year it is and work out work it out backwards based on my date of birth, like my year of how birth. How old are you? I actually don't – I'm not sure. When's I think your birthday? 87. Oh, you're August. a tiny baby. So I think – I'm 32 turning 33, but I'm actually not even 100% sure. Well, I'm 38 cause I, and I'm 82, but, but I'm But how not. do you know that so well? Like, <laughs> I'm 33. I'm 33? No, well, I'm not. I'm minus 1987 from 2020. You're it's not my birthday yet. <gasps> you're 32. Oh. Yeah, so I am. I'm 32. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you get to like 80. But you, yeah. need, you need to know your birthday. No, I do. So, okay, everyone, I'm 21. <laughs> Oh, my God, totally. I pretended that I turned 30 recently. And oh. some people even on Instagram were like, oh, wow, happy 30th. I was like, yes. <laughs> but it's true. I think especially when you've got kids, your birthday does not matter anymore. Yeah. It's not about like. No. Just- and you're exactly right because I lost count when I had kids. Because yeah. by the time you remember them oh. and your wedding anniversary maybe or whatever, you can't remember everything. Oh, man, I don't even know. God. So you're 32. You okay with that? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> as long as I can stay 32 for the next four years, I'm good. Guys, we would love to hear your WTF moments. Please call the pod phone and tell us. We can play it on the show. It's 028999386 or you can jump in the Mamma Mia Parents Facebook group. Tegan and I are always lurking in there. Or email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au. This Glorious Mess Little Kids is brought to you by Mamma Mia and this episode is produced by Perea Tehezadeh. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.